This episode originally aired October 2016. Hi, guys. Thank you for listening to Kind of Dating, where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, talk to some really cool guests and we break down dating topics and try to figure out why do we all have commitment issues. Today's topic is a big one it is breakups. How do you heal after heartbreak? Let's do this. <music> Normally, we just have people in entertainment uh, who kind of come through here and we, you know, share our opinions on dating topics. Uh, today's a little different because something has changed personally in my life. Um, as you guys have heard, a lot of times I've been talking about me being in a relationship and my boyfriend. Well, sadly, I am not in a relationship anymore and we broke up um, without getting too much into it. Uh, it was obviously very difficult and uh, living with this person. And now not living with this person um, has been uh, a difficult aspect of my life. But instead of shying away from it, I thought, why not do an episode on breakups? Because I am sure that there are a lot of you out there who are either going through the same thing or know somebody going through the same thing. And this time, instead of just sharing our opinions on it, I really wanted to bring on somebody that could help all of us um, kind of navigate this part of our life that is difficult so that we can be better people going forward. Um, so that said, today's guest is licensed clinical social worker Jody Frank from West Coast Counseling and Group Therapy Center. She specializes in dating and relationship issues as well as addiction, trauma, codependency, and more. I'm super thrilled to have uh, you here with us, Jody. You are also my friend's friend, so a dear friend of mine automatically. Thank you so much for coming out today. Thank you for having me. Yes. Great to meet you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we talked about this a little bit before when I was trying to convince you to be on the show, yeah. which was, um, it's a really important topic. And it was something that I wanted to uh, address with sensitivity mm -hmm. because I want people to walk away with good information about this because um, it's just so fucking hard. It's so hard. So painful. Why the fuck are breakups so hard? Because your heart's being broken. Yeah. It's very difficult. It's very painful. You know, the, people have a lot invested mm -hmm. in their relationships and everybody's in it for a different reason. And so the breakups, you know, the way you feel in a breakup is different. You know, it's a loss of the relationship, loss of love, loss of faith, loss of hope um, are some of the reasons why it's so yeah. hard. For me, it was um, I hadn't been in a relationship in a really long time. And this was the mm -hmm. first time I liked anybody enough to actually be in one. So when it ended, it was almost this like the dream of the future mm -hmm. gone. Mm -hmm. And I can accept a lot of the reality of the situation. And but it's hard to let go of what could have been or what you had planned together to be. Um, and I think a lot of people probably are dealing with the what could have been the dream. Yeah. The hope. The, yeah, is that is it is it bad to like feel pain for the illusion? No, that's the loss I was talking about. Yeah. I mean, you ha you're in a grieving state right now. Yeah. So, you know, the hurt, the pain is like I said, many many reasons, but the um, hope of what your future was going to be was a big part of 
uh, what, what you valued, what was important to you, what you needed. Mm-hmm. And you took a leap of faith. Yes. You took a giant leap of faith. Yeah. And you trusted. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't just lose what the future was. You lost a part of what you hoped this relationship mm-hmm. would be, which is to trust somebody again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was funny because my friends, uh, all who knew me, knew me to be a very big commitment foe. And, <laughs> and I kept everybody at a very, very far distance from me. And so literally my closest friends right after the breakup yeah. called me. And the first thing my closest friends all said to me was, please don't go back to old Tash. Mm. And I was like, actually, for the first time, I don't feel like I will. So can I ask what that meant? Yeah, that that was, um, I was, uh, I went through a, a really traumatic relationship. I was with uh, in a very abusive relationship mm. many years ago. Okay. And um, it was physically, emotionally, mentally, all kinds of abusive. And uh, when I came out of that, I was very, very numb. And it was my mm-hmm. breaking point. Mm-hmm. I was a very open, loving person before that. I was in a okay. four-year relationship before that. That was great two and a half years. Then I met this person. Mm -hmm. I never understood why somebody took so much advantage of me and why I let it. Mm -hmm. So much to a point that I broke down. And that that person that I was, which was open and emotional, I literally remember the day I stopped feeling. And I sat down and I was like, I can't do it. And I I realize now, being older, that it was a coping mechanism I couldn't physically mm-hmm. take anymore and my body had to shut down so I I did and um and as a result of that I became a commitment phobe then I became the complete opposite of the relationship girl I wanted to keep everybody at a distance mm-hmm. I wanted to protect myself I just wasn't I didn't feel like I was mentally and physically emotionally able to right. give more to people right. well you're describing trauma yes you're right. traumatized yeah um, yeah, I had a lot of PTSD kind yeah. of stuff. I had a lot of triggers from exactly. that. And and if somebody said certain things right. that he would say to me, I freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it took me a while to mm-hmm. get back into a relationship. So my friends are like, please don't go back to that girl. You know, that every every guy used to say I was like the dude. Okay. Because I played it off like I didn't distant. give a fuck. They didn't yeah. want you to be distant. Yes. They didn't want you to be cool. Yeah. They wanted, you to, they wanted to keep the intimate mm-hmm. piece of you that they yeah. saw in this other relationship. Yes. Um, and so that's, uh, but I do, I'm, I feel, I'm grateful that I, I haven't reverted back so far. That's good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really working hard at just being like, okay, it didn't work out. Thank you all for listening to Kinda Dating. If you already subscribed, great. We love you. If you're not, get on it. Go to that podcast app on your phone, computer, whatever, and hit the button now so you can get your fix weekly. Side effects include laughing your ass off, sorting out your shit, and finding true love. Isn't that what we all want? This episode originally aired October 2016. I'm really working hard at just being like, okay, it didn't work out. Okay. I feel the pain, but I don't want to go back to that person either. Um, right. That said, like, I I have struggled a little bit also because um, guys and girls deal with breakups a little differently, right? Like, I feel like guys... you. You know, guys just get back out there. Well, that's the illusion I think women have about men Mm. is that men don't feel and that they're not vulnerable and that they're not sad or that they're not they're not thinking of you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's not true because I work with men as much as I work with women and I get to hear 
the other side of it right. all. And they have the same feelings. They they also are hurting or they're struggling. I mean, it really depends on how you broke up mm-hmm. and why you broke up, that people are going to have the different reactions. If you have betrayal, whoever the, who's ever being betrayed, they're going to have a different experience mm-hmm. as somebody who's you know in a relationship and they go let's just work let's split up lovingly mm-hmm. let's 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 do this in a really caring fashion yeah you know not many people do that it's the best way yeah. it could happen but not many people do that so somebody is generally hurt and that's what you're describing but the- how come it feels like guys just like the minute a, re- a breakup happens they are on to next girl a b c d e to fill the void just and that. girls take a little more time Again, I think it depends on yeah. Uh, also, age right. makes a difference too. Um, but I think some people fill the void. I mean, women do it too. Yeah, they will jump back into an old relationship, mm, an old boyfriend, somewhere where they're familiar, someone I that they that. really know. Right? Because I ended up I ended up hitting up right? people that I had right. formerly dated that I felt safe with, and Date I was with, like, okay. predictable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, I think that women actually, they take, they'll process longer. Like they'll start working it out a year ahead of time before a breakup. Mm. They'll be asking, they'll be saying, can we try this? Can we go to therapy? Can we read this? You know, this book on this, or, you know, can we, you know, uh, try this again? Can we try this again? And they'll be asking, please talk to me, please do this. And so they'll do that for a year or more before they'll break up oftentimes. And so by the time they're ready to break up, they they will walk out the door of a relationship and they'll be done. Right. Then the man starts to feel it. And he's like, I don't understand how she could just walk away from yeah. this. How did she do that? And I'm like, she's been telling you for a year. Yeah. She's been talking to you. She's been asking you. And you're just now dealing with it. Yeah. So sometimes men deal with it after the fact. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's bothered me because like the... <laughs> I hate to say that I've been telling my friends the same thing. Yeah. All I want to know is that he... Has still thought about it. Yeah, like, do. does 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 he feel any pain? <laughs> is he human? Did he care about oh, me no, at all? No, was no. it? Sometimes it's hard to think that, like, just because you yeah. broke up, it's hard to not feel that rejection. Of that course. well, maybe I didn't matter at all, and this is why this happened. Right. And maybe he didn't really love me, and you know, right. you know, um, I think you're describing another common thing that happens between people, which is or the person who's going through the hurt. They don't have control. They Mm. can't figure it out. They don't know why it happened or they don't have enough information or they've asked and asked and they get some parts, but not all of it. So it feels very personal. Mm -hmm. It feels like you're being rejected. And so what I always try to do is help people get back to them. Stay focused on you. Why are you, why were you there? Why is this important? Mm -hmm. Um, What did it bring up for you? What, how is this familiar? What are your patterns around this? Let's go to what you can control. Let's go back to what you can have power Mm -hmm. over, what you can change instead of what you can't, because that keeps you powerless and keeps you hopeless and it keeps you yearning, Mm -hmm. keeps you grieving. Um, and and you don't you don't heal that way. Yeah, yeah. the pattern part is uh, is an important aspect, mm-hmm. right? Like when you have a breakup, it's uh, it's important to look back, not just at this one relationship, mm-hmm. but maybe the past patterns of relationships mm-hmm. and see like what kinds of people have you been mm-hmm. been with. And I, you know, for the most part, thought this person was very different than everybody else, <laughs> and then I realized. 
at the end um, when certain things came to light that I was like, wait a minute, I have been in this before mm -hmm. and I have been with this type of person before. And um, how important is it for people to analyze or take time to understand the patterns? Well, I think it is important if you want to change your patterns. Yeah. But I also want to say that it's important to look at the, the positives also. Yes. This relationship you were describing is much different than the one you were in before. Yes, so totally. It was better in a lot of ways, yep. and your choice was better in yep. a lot of ways, and it was for better reasons mm -hmm. that you were there. Yes. So that's really important yeah. because we want to grow from our experiences, and yeah. we don't want to keep taking negative yeah. positions against our own self. Yeah. We want to see our growth and have faith and belief mm -hmm. in ourselves. So that's important. Looking back at patterns gives us information so we can mm -hmm. change. And I always want to empower people. I want them to feel that they have choice and options. And I want them to be able to see where they can grow. So making connections to what's similar, what's familiar in your own history. Mm -hmm. Did you have a father that left very yep. early? And so you're picking somebody who's not available. Did you have a mother that you had a conflictual relationship with? So you pick somebody who's oppositional mm -hmm. and difficult. Where does truth come in? Mm -hmm. Where does honesty come in? So yeah, you want to learn about that if to be able to continue to grow and be healthy. Yeah, without revealing too, too much, guys. <laughs> um, my, uh, that abusive relationship mm -hmm. was maybe the one that really cracked me open. And when I looked back, I realized um, that one specifically was because... Uh, I realized when I was growing up, um, my parents, you know, now in their older years have mm -hmm. are very good and happy together, mm -hmm. but in their younger years were mm -hmm. not. And uh, growing up, it wasn't a happy house right. to grow up in. Right. And I realized that I was so used to chaos that when right. I had chaos with this ex-boyfriend, right. the crazy one, it, it didn't feel it's familiar. Weird. Right. Yeah. It's familiar. I just, and it was only when I came right. out of it and really woke up and people were like, what the fuck mm -hmm. have you been doing? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, that, that, that mm -hmm. wasn't normal. I shouldn't right. have, but right. I realized how used to it I had gotten right. and it, it, and I had to reconcile those old parts of my That's life right. to be like, and retrain my brain into going, this isn't normal. That's that right. wasn't correct. Right. These weren't things I was supposed to feel. I shouldn't, this, I shouldn't be accepting this exactly. kind of chaos. That's right. Um, right. To then not be able to, you know, accept that again. Right. And you're right. I mean, my current ex, I still have a lot of love for him. I right. won't say anything like bad in that way. Right. Do I think he fucked up? Sure. But um, <laughs> but do I still love him? Yes. Is he a good person? Yes. Um, sometimes right. people just don't fit or right. have their own things they're going right. through. But And you um, don't know why you're not yeah. supposed to be there yet. Yeah. You're not there yet. Yes. So you don't know. Why That's the hard part, happening. right? I, I just know, want to yeah. fucking see the future. Right? I want to know that there's hope. Ah, but you know what? Try this <laughs> instead. Be curious about what's to come. Mm. Sit back with it. Just get curious with it. Yeah. Instead of trying to control what's to come. Stop being a control freak? No, not even that. Just get curious and let's wait and see. Yeah. You know, you don't want to get in your own path. You yeah. don't want to interrupt where you're supposed to be. How do we manage those emotions, though, of yeah. like being um, angry or... Mm -hmm or jealous or sad or whatever it is for different people. Why do you, you know? need to manage them? How do you manage them? Like, how do you, well, do you just let them mm -hmm. come and go? Or? Well, it's, it's many things. I mean, um, I don't want you to manage feelings or anyone to manage feelings too much. Mm -hmm. I want them to feel it. I want them to be in it. I want them to 
um, grieve, like we yeah. talked about, or mourn the feelings. But I also want them to be able to stay where they really are. Mm -hmm. But we can't be in that state all the time. We got to yeah. go to work. We have other relationships. We have friendships. We want to keep going. So you have to compartmentalize it at times. Yeah. So sometimes you have to put it on the shelf and wait till after work or yeah. run into the bathroom at work and have a cry, mm -hmm. come back, do whatever it is that you need to do to be able to continue right. in your day. Um, but you do want to learn and grow from whatever yeah. it is you're feeling. Otherwise, you're just going to repeat it again. Mm -hmm. If you don't finish this process and like what you were talking about, you know, from childhood, if you don't figure out what the missing pieces are, if you don't finish the grieving, you're going to go do it mm -hmm. again until you're done. I'm noticing that I feel the most emotion in the morning. Uh -huh. Through the day, I've been the universe mm -hmm. for whatever reason has kept me extremely busy the yeah. last few weeks. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, I wake up, I That's literally right. blink open, right. and this wash <laughs> of memories comes yeah. over me, and I'm like, right. "Oh yeah, this person used to be here, and this was mm -hmm. our life, and this was my home, and oh wait, now he's not. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is now my home alone, and you know all those yeah. weird. Um, when I go to the kitchen memories. and I make my tea, mm -hmm. I like remember him or. Saturday morning, I I was used to him making breakfast right. for me. And then I was like, oh, okay, it's Saturday morning. I'll make mm. my own breakfast. <laughs> um, and that part of the day I yeah. find a little hard. And then once the day starts, I'm like, right. okay. Mornings and late evenings are yeah. always the hardest when you have something going on and you're sad because you've been your defenses are down mm. and you've been sleeping and you're not distracted with yeah. work and things to do. So you wake up and the first thing you do, you're vulnerable. Yeah. You're most vulnerable yeah. times. So that's natural. Yeah. And that will pass eventually. Right. <laughs> I always tell people start with a mon you know, mantra or an affirmation, read a, uh, one of those great books, you know, that give you some yeah. kind of saying during the day, do the, um, I love the uh, the serenity prayer. Mm, yeah, it's a very it's good, good one. for everybody. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to be in mm -hmm. twelve step um, for that. It's a great way to start your day and end your night. Listen to um, uh, you know a tape on some, yeah. a tape, <laughs> a, podcast, <laughs> a podcast, a podcast. Listen to a podcast <laughs> on something, something that will you know help to balance you. Yeah, and bring and restore your power. Is it okay for me just to just look at myself in the mirror and be like, I'm the fucking best. <laughs> yeah. I am the best ever. Absolutely. Is that fine? Whatever works. Okay, good. Because that's what I've literally been you. telling that's myself. Great. I'm like, I'm the best. I'm the best. That's right. I'm number one. Get, Nobody else matters. And get your girlfriends <laughs> yeah. to do it too. Oh my so God. Thank you God for my girlfriends. Too. They're just like yeah. literally the sweetest yeah. people. Like <laughs> right after they're like, you're beautiful. You're amazing. Right. You're the kindest person. Right. You're this. And I'm, Thanks. Right. You're right. I, I am. <laughs> That's right. Friends are the best part. Friends, Friends and best family, part. Mm -hmm. best part of all of this. Um, we have so much more to talk about, guys. We're going to give you some tips on how to heal uh, and and should you get out of that bad relationship that you're in. Um, but that's all after this break. So what is the best way to get over a breakup? Here's what you guys told me. What's the hardest part in general about a breakup? Just letting go. Letting go, for sure. Learning to be on your own again. I don't know, maybe your stuff, trying to get your stuff back from their place. When you're ready to let go, I believe that's just harder when they're not letting go. The gossip afterwards, that like, she said this, no, she did that, he did this. I broke up with my boyfriend a month ago. So what tips would you give me of how to get over a breakup? What's the best way? Party. <laughs> yeah. I just tell him to man up, to be honest. I always look for good people to be with, to spend time with. Should people talk after a breakup? I'd like to stay in good uh, relation. 
if you know like they broke up with you or you broke up with them I think it's better to just unfriend them once once they're out of my life then they're out of my life forget damn out of sight out of mind I think cut it completely yeah it gets too confusing and too complicated there's too many emotions there especially if it's been a messy one it's cut or contact it makes it easier otherwise they just they stalk them on every social media going I'm I'm a total detective I'm a complete detective I'm like I know everything you're doing there are moments in life where you think oh well once I get to be 40 this won't happen anymore once I get to be 50 oh there won't be any more nonsense guess what it never ends I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's a, it's a great thing. This episode originally aired October 2016. Okay, so we heard a bunch of people. There's so many things in that that we have to talk mm -hmm. about. Um, I know you had mentioned something about uh, rules because it sounded mm -hmm. like there were a lot of rules in that. People were mm -hmm. discussing a lot of their created rules in their mind for right. breakups. Yeah, I don't believe in rules. Right. For breaking up in relationships because they're so, um, it's so personal mm -hmm. and it's so vulnerable. And there's so many different factors. It could be children. Yeah. It could be um, that you actually had a loving relationship, but it's not working. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many different things that still need to be completed. And if you have a partner or that you were with, that you can actually have some kind of conversation and maybe sometimes you might need to spend a little time to go back and mm -hmm. review. If you can do that without hurting each other, I think people should do that yeah. if they need to and if everybody agrees. Mm -hmm. um, I also think that um, it's up to the couple. Just mm -hmm. like being in a couple, you build your own set-in rules with each other yeah. or your own agreements. It's the same thing with a breakup. Yeah. It's how do you want to do this in a way that shows respect and you're mm -hmm. honorable and you're loving? And if you can do that, which a lot of people can't, yeah. and what I'm saying isn't easy, yeah. but if, if the other person can um, do that for you, you um, will heal in a mm -hmm. different way. I remember mm -hmm. when I had a very long-term relationship that I was breaking up with, and I had two rules for myself. One is we can never break up. I won't break up with you and you can't break up with me during finals right. <laughs> or midterms. Right. <laughs> can't mess with my skull. Yeah. And so we, you have to wait if you're going to yes. give me any bad news. Yeah. And then when we eventually, after a long time, we broke up, um, I we, we sat with each other. We'd yeah. go and find a rock somewhere out, mm -hmm. you know, in the mountains and just sit and talk about it. Yeah. What worked, what didn't work, why we were, yeah. we were after so long going to be... Um, not sharing spaces you yeah. were talking about or continuing in the relationship. Yeah, yeah I um, have had uh, very varied kind of relationships with my exes. Mm -hmm. Most of them I am friends with. Okay. Um, the one I was with for four years, my longest relationship was my best friend mm -hmm. for six years after that. Sure. But And we tried to get back together. It didn't work out. We only stopped speaking when he got married. And then I felt like a very respectful thing. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you know, you're, even though there were no feelings there, mm -hmm. it just felt like the right thing. Um, in other ex, same kind of thing that when he got married, it, you know, just mm -hmm. didn't make sense. But that said, now that they're married, everything is cool, mm -hmm. we're all friends, um, we have e either bumped into each other or right. revisited certain things, like one of my exes, uh, some other thing happened with another friend and we got back in touch and just had a candid conversation about what happened. And this was like, God, 
eight, nine mm-hmm. years later. Mm-hmm. And it gave me some solace to be like, oh, it gave right. Closure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And at least right. it, it meant something to you and you felt like right. there, these were some of the mistakes that both sides right. did or whatever Absolutely. happened or whatever our miscommunication mm-hmm. was. And that was great. And my current relationship or my current ex-relationship um, is one of the first ones that um, I can't right now speak to him just because I don't think I've ever loved somebody as much. Right. And I've been like, I think I just for once need to. Some time and yeah. healing. You know, again, um, I try not to use the word rules. I try to yeah. talk about agreements. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, that I think that just right there changes the whole essence. Yeah. Right. Of totally. the feeling that you're going to mm-hmm. have. And what you just described was finding a way to have closure. The other thing is, it's fine to be friends with your ex, depending, mm-hmm. on, like you were talking about, in a respectful way. It's not intrusive. But you also have to be careful that it's not taking up the space. Yes. That you want someone else to come into. Mm-hmm. And so it's not always the best thing mm-hmm. to do is to keep that person in your life because you don't go on in the same way. It's, it's true. It's easier to be with someone you're comfortable with and that's convenient mm-hmm. in many ways, even though you care about each yeah. other. Sometimes you have to let go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, <laughs> this is one that's big for this yes. current generation of kids <laughs> out right. here. Um, part of like, the, you know, what we heard, should you avoid all contact? Should you not? Mm-hmm. Social media plays a big role in that nowadays. Yeah. You know, everything from deleting pictures to do you block each other? <laughs> uh, we were talking about this yeah. um, stalking yeah. online. You know, uh, again, I'll speak with my example just to set the mm-hmm. tone that um, we. This is again maybe the first person besides the crazy guy. Crazy guy mm-hmm. has been blocked off okay. everything, but that's because Good. it was a very negative person mm-hmm. in my life. Uh, my ex now is not negative, but okay. I just feel so much pain from right. that that I'm just like I think it's best right. for me not to expose myself to that hurt over and over again um that said i have been told he still has (laughs) some pictures of me up and (laughs) i feel good i guess (laughs) and and then i'm like why why are you you know that's where like some of the angry feelings come i'm like well you didn't want to be in this so like why do you still have my pictures up or you know um when it comes to uh wanting to even now that i've blocked him i can't stalk you i can't find out what you're doing or how you feel or where are you or any of that you know and I'm, I admitted it in that MOS that right. I'm a detective I'm a digital detective right, right, right. I can find out anything <laughs> and how does um, it help so it I'm going exactly. to say to you how does that really it doesn't, help you it's it doesn't like how people used to go through wallets or people go through yeah. cell phones it's the same thing all that um, energy that is being yeah. used to find out what's he doing what's she doing mm-hmm. where is she who'd she go out with all that, yeah. how does it ultimately really mm-hmm. help? You're just trying to get some control over something, yep. again, that you don't have control yeah. over. It's just another way of feeling so powerless. If I know, mm-hmm. if I know what he's doing, then I'll feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, If I know what she's doing, uh, I will feel less crazy. Mm-hmm. I'll feel less out of control. Oh, and if he's dating her and she's not attractive, I'll feel so much better. Mm-hmm. But so it doesn't. All, it doesn't. I've, no, it's I've been with sense. people who've dated right. unattractive people after, and I've been like, what the fuck? I know exactly. Why would right? you do that? <laughs> At least date an attractive person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think so, right? <laughs> um, yeah. You don't. It doesn't help. It doesn't yeah. help. You got you to gotta get on with looking back. I read, I read something really uh, 
that kind of woke me up a little mm-hmm. bit, which was somebody's uh, in some article I read, and it said, uh, "What is you obsessing with somebody else?" distracting you from doing in your own life right. what are you running away from in your own life whether it's a work is right. it a project is right. it something you don't want to finish is it yourself are right. you running away from dealing with your own things right. so you're focusing on somebody else right well you don't nobody wants to sit in pain mm-hmm. nobody wants to hurt and after a breakup it yeah. hurts um but there's we want to look at possibilities yeah right so you have to get back to you and so after all said and done you still have to get find you. You've mm-hmm. got to find the core of who you are and get on with what you want and the living you want to mm-hmm. do. And that takes some, you know, time, contemplation, therapy. Um, it has to get done. So should people has to get done. have each other on social media? Have pictures? Have each other on social media? Should you stay friends on social media? <laughs> What are you really asking me? <laughs> <laughs> Should I unblock him? No. <laughs> I just mean in general, actually. Like, I, I've made my personal decision do, with that. But it's really, it's really simple. You shouldn't do anything that's going to keep hurting you. Mm. Why do you want to keep hurting yeah. yourself? Why do you want to keep going back and mm-hmm. feeling that kind of pain? Now, I understand it. Everybody has to do it at some point for a little while to try to feel better. Yeah. But it doesn't really... But it really, never makes you feel better. You don't. It doesn't. And you feel worse usually. Yeah. And it it doesn't resolve anything. Yeah. That's That was what made me decide to block him was that mm-hmm. I thought and made an assumption that I think he might be seeing somebody else or just going on a date or whatever. And just that thought overwhelmed me to a point that I was like I don't want to know anymore like right. this is it's that's when I was like why am I exposing myself to this hurt right. and pain we aren't together right. he's can do what he wants I can do what I want I just need to like literally out of sight out of mind for the first time ever right and then me. what's the next step yeah. the next step is and now I need to take care yes. of myself yeah and now exactly. I have to figure mm-hmm. out why I was here yeah and what was the purpose of mm-hmm. this relationship for me and what am I going to learn from it yeah and how am I going to grow from this right make this pain worthwhile yeah right that's i like that make the pain worthwhile definitely yeah no um how do people speaking of (laughs) making the pain worthwhile what can what can people do how can we heal from breakups time Mm. i mean that's just a real truth you have to take time get quiet hear hear your own thoughts um, friends, surround yourself with love. Yeah. People who know you, who care, uh, who don't need something from you, who let you be where you are without asking you to be different mm-hmm. or change or to be happier. Just let you be where you are. Yeah. Um, support that you, know, you get from your friends. Um, therapy, obviously, mm-hmm. is really important. A support group, mm-hmm. which we have lots of. Yeah. <laughs> lots and lots of support groups. Yeah. Um, because the reason why I say group is because you don't have to um, worry about anyone else. Mm. Like with your friends, am I crying too much? Am I, is, am I sad too long? Um, you can really uh, find people that you relate to mm-hmm. and who are going through the same thing and uh, walk through the stages together and, figure, and see the other side of the people who are ahead of you, for example. Mm-hmm. And you can help people who are just mm-hmm. are behind you and they're mm-hmm. just starting in this in this stage um i believe in reading 
uh, music, whatever opens up your soul, mm -hmm. you know, and, and brings you solace or soothing. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been focusing a lot. I keep telling myself, do things that make mm -hmm. you happy. Like what? And every day I try to just do whatever it is that makes me feel good about my life and me right. and where I am. Whether it's exactly that, reading a book, talking exactly. to my friends, doing. And speaking of friends, you know, coming out of this, my best friend. She's my best friend. We were seven years mm -hmm. old. She's seen me through every single relationship in my life and mm -hmm. my family. And like <laughs> your best friend is here today. Yes. And you know, I haven't listened to a lot of people. I guess, mm -hmm. I, and I thought that I did. I thought that I was very open and listening to people. And she got real mad at me. And this was the first time she got mad at me okay. after we broke up, my ex and I. And she said, "You know what, Tash? I'm just gonna give you some tough love for once." Okay. And she said, um, "You've been you constantly you're you." She goes, "Most of the time, I can say it's." usually the guy's fault but she goes but if there's one consistent through line that is your fault every single time is that you give people too many chances mm -hmm. and she's like stop this shit and she literally got mad at me she's like stop this shit the next time somebody just like sets you off whether it's inside like some instinct of you off just cut it and I have a tendency yeah. to not. I have wow. a tendency to be like, again, maybe it comes from like the, the childhood stuff of constantly forgiving yeah. my family for the shit that they did. That as a grown up, I have a tendency to be very forgiving of people and be like, well, you know, and I justify a whole reason of right. why they acted that way. When really it should yeah. just be like, okay, cool. I'm glad that you acted <laughs> that way, but still doesn't work yeah. for me. Well, I read about that in a book once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I sort of have that same issue that yeah. I struggled with and not just in relationships with boyfriends but yeah. in other relationships mm -hmm. staying too long give you know being the one that works harder right um uh, you know all the the extra chances but again I want to say instead of looking at these things as negatives yeah about your life look at them in terms of how they help you mm -hmm. what do they serve and how do you use it in a way that's healthy and productive for you so that go into the next relationship or with friends or in work situations where you you can end the relationships or at least manage them in a different way right. because you know yourself and you know why you're doing mm. it. So we call it codependency. I'm and what's codependent. codependency? Codependency <laughs> is actually, I don't look at it in a negative. Yeah. Um, I look at it as incredibly generous, mm -hmm. generous, um, people who are very loving and caring and they just went they just stepped over that line and went yeah. a little bit too far yeah. and once you cross that line into codependency what you're doing now is giving up giving up parts of yourself yeah. in order to hold the relationship together yeah. and that's where it becomes detrimental because yeah. as soon as you start taking care of the other more than yourself yeah. you lose yourself mm -hmm. you, you, you lost that piece of yeah. you and that's what you're describing. Yeah. That's what your friend's describing yeah. too. I definitely did that. And I definitely, um, you know, my ex actually once told me mm -hmm. that he he's like, I think you're being codependent. And I didn't know, to be honest with you, yeah. Uh, I didn't know what that term meant. I just thought that it meant that uh, that you are you're somebody who exists for somebody else. And I was like, "Fuck you! I don't I mean, exist right. for anybody else." I'm you know? Yeah. I was like, "I'm the most <laughs> I'm independent, independent person." But then I realized, oh, it's like managing and constantly think about somebody else's feelings right. instead of my own. And there was a time when um, when I should have walked away from the relationship, mm -hmm. and I decided to stay because of him. Mm -hmm. I was like. 
you know, his feelings over mine. And I was like, I will push through my feelings and figure mm -hmm. this out from myself right. to want to give him the chance to redeem himself almost right. in a way. Right. And then I real and the hardest part was like now looking back, I'm like, there were times I asked myself, are you happy? And mind mm -hmm. you, again, I love this person. So I don't want him to ever, if he mm -hmm. hears this, to think that I wasn't happy. Right. I was happy, but when that certain innocence was lost it was hard to be mm -hmm. fully open in that relationship right. the way I was and so I should have walked away at a time and I didn't because of him and I realize now that I'm like oh that was part of that codependent yes managing somebody else's feeling over mine yes but there's a reason for it right you did it for a reason yeah you were where you were at the time that you were yeah. there um you know you can't go back and change yeah. it you can only look at it and you can um, think why yeah what was the purpose of that mm -hmm. how did that help me what was why did I need yeah. to do that what's my over overgiving about and take it and uh, and, and grow from that you know take it yeah, where the, it needs to take the positive it. of that was uh, that my best friends every one yes. of them who've known old Tasha yeah. actually said to me um, holy shit we're so proud of you mm -hmm. old Tasha would have run you stuck That's through right. and I was like yeah there you, you know go. what you're right I did Stick and that, there you go. You just did yeah. it. So there's the piece yeah. that you found. Yeah. One of the pieces, mm -hmm. the many. But you saw that you could do something that you couldn't do before. Right. You sustained. So sometimes your sustaining and staying too long is not healthy for you. Yeah. It's negative. It's not. It's not a great. You don't get the great yeah. benefit of it. And other times it gives you exactly what you want, which right. you found yourself. I found you yeah. found a piece of what was important that I could stay in here. I could work this out, mm -hmm. and I can also leave when it's time. Yeah. Now I can yeah. leave when it's time. Yeah. And I think that's really essential for yeah. you. As a and tiny as a tiny side note, mm -hmm. if you're hearing music in the back, guys, it's because we're at Meltdown <laughs> Comics and there are shows and comedy shows going on in the background. So uh, don't be too distracted. We're not playing rock music over this uh, very poignant episode. But um, uh, that said, yes. there are times you should get out of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who settle. What are times that it is good to get the fuck out of a relationship? Mind my language. It's all okay. Um, when your unhappiness is greater than your happiness. Mm -hmm. It's just time. And it's like, but you have to be honest about it, right? Because there are a lot of people who aren't honest that they are unhappy in the relationship and stick. I did. I stayed in an abusive relationship. I don't think it's dishonesty, though. Yeah. I you know. It's, it's, it's our core. Right. You know, like. You said in your family, you know, things could, were difficult at times and mm -hmm. challenging. I grew up in a divorced family. You work, you, you stay in and you work it out. You don't have mm -hmm. a choice. You're a child, you're, you're a teenager, you're, you're in it. So you yeah. have to learn how to deal and cope with those kind of situations. So that's what we learn. And so when you're in a situation, as you get older and you're in a relationship, the instinct to stay and work and work harder mm -hmm. is... Uh, to see what's there and yeah. to see if you can, if you can, you know, nobody wants to, how, how we started tonight, which is no one wants to have that loss. Mm -hmm. They don't want to lose the hope. They don't want to, um, uh, lose the, lose dream the future, the, illusion, the dream, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so you're avoiding that. That's mm -hmm. what you're avoiding is the pain. Yeah. You're not really, it doesn't necessarily mean you're being dishonest, mm -hmm. you know, you're just not there yet. You're not ready. The bottom line is we can't do something we can't do. Yeah. And that's what support brings. That's what, you know, going back to what I do, you know, as a therapist is I help people find what 
their power and what they can do, not mm -hmm. what they can't do. And that's where we always start, is what can you do? Mm -hmm. How can you make changes? What's the first little step? Okay, you're not happy, but you can't walk out. You don't want to get divorced. You have kids yeah. or you just don't want to let go of this relationship mm -hmm. that you had hoped for. So what can you do today? What is the one thing you can go back home and try? Can you just go back and tonight and say to him, you know, it's been really, really hard. Mm -hmm. This has been hard and it's been sad. And um, I, we have to find another way to talk. Yeah. You know, will you come to therapy with me? You know, maybe that's one step mm -hmm. you can take. Or maybe not. Maybe you can't even do that. You just have to go back and say, you know, um, this is what I'm going to be doing for myself. Right. And that's where I'm going to start. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start healing in the relationship. Right. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Now, when people are ready to move forward and mm -hmm. you're you're ready to maybe try a new relationship mm -hmm. or just move on. Okay. Um, in this generation, this podcast is called Kind of Dating for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's because mm -hmm. I feel like nowadays nobody wants to get, nobody wants to say, I'm actually dating this person. Everybody's yeah. always like, kind of dating this guy, I'm kind of <laughs> dating this girl. And it's almost it's exactly what you said, <laughs> because at the core of it, we're all trying to protect ourselves from feeling okay. hurt again. Okay. So how do you, how do we move on um, while not being jaded, while not being scared? Mm -hmm. Like what can, what can people do to take that next step? Okay, you had a breakup, shitty, it's hard. Mm -hmm. How can we move on and still try to be open to love? Well, you might be a little jaded and you might be a little scared. Yeah. Just know that. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but the, okay. So dating, we always say this in my office, you know, it only takes one. Yes. It only takes one. Yeah. But it's a needle in a haystack, mm -hmm. right? To be in this, in the same place at the same time, wanting the same things yeah. and having the same needs is a needle in a haystack. Yeah. And so you don't know when that time's going to be and you don't yeah. know who that person's going to be. So you go on a date. So how do we date, right? Some people go on dates and start picking the date mm -hmm. that they're going to be getting married, married yeah. right? <laughs> we all know those you girls. Know? Yeah. Or guys. I am. And guys. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say men. I got, very well, true. I've got hopeful romantics in my practice. Yes. You know, you know, guys do it too. They, yeah. they want the same thing. They want that connection. But it takes time. There's no jumping over the process. Yeah. You know, you have to go out. You have to get to know somebody. Mm -hmm. You have, you know, the, the beginning part's usually the fun part. If you're not having fun in the beginning, mm -hmm. you, you better pay attention to that yeah. right off the bat. Right. I mean, like, if you got problems right in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. Pay attention. Have fun. Pay attention. You know, and ask yourself, what, what, are, you, what, yeah. what are you staying in there for if, if there's already big yeah. issues? But getting to know each other, having fun. Um, talking about your life, talking about your commonalities, you know, finding mm -hmm. them. As first couple months, you, you need to do that, and you need to discover each other. Yeah. Where the where you really learn about the relationship is really when there's conflict yeah. or differences or um, things come up that mm -hmm. you have to figure out together. Mm -hmm. How is the other person doing that? Are they are they saying, "Oh, you're just being too sensitive"? Right. All right. Uh, that Dismissing. one. That yeah, one drives yeah. me crazy. Like dismissing you almost or like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Are you, you're just too sensitive. Yeah. Okay. I want people to go, okay, I'm sensitive. Yeah. So can we talk about it? Yeah. And then I want to see that, um, how are we going to, how are we going to deal with this, this issue? Mm -hmm. Are you staying in? 
Are you stepping towards each other? Right. Are you working the problem out? Or are you getting out? Mm. Are you running? Are you making the other person have a problem? That right away, you're going to know how someone works something out. Right. And if they stay in there and they want to work it out, we're talking about small issues to eventually larger mm -hmm. issues. That's what builds intimacy, trust, mm. love, um, connection. Yeah. It's by staying in there and working things out. Yeah. That's how you learn. You know, once I, I wrote this article uh, a couple years ago called 13 Things You or I Would Tell My Younger Self About Love. And one of the things was that you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And that was something that that got me to I be this person now mm -hmm. who isn't the scared runaway right. bride commitment phobe mm -hmm. was that I you was so scared of getting hurt. Mm -hmm. And now I have realized, okay, you can get hurt and you'll still be okay. That's great. And I it's love like, that. I will survive. Mm -hmm. I know I will survive. That's right. And I know I have the tools and, and the people right. around me now. And I enlist right. that help. Right. When I was younger, I might not have. Now, I wanted to text my ex the other day. I texted my best friend and That's she said, right. don't do it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. I wasn't going to do it, but I just am glad that I got it out and nobody judged That's me right. for it and whatever. And I knew that I would still... Well, I love, I love that you know that about yeah. yourself. And I love that you could give that to yourself. I'm old now, guys. I'm yeah, learning right? these things. <laughs> we all are. We're always, <laughs> we're always growing. <laughs> um, you know, you did the most important thing. You said, I'm okay. Yeah. And I always tell people that are in any kind of pain, mm -hmm. whether it's a loss of a relationship or loss of somebody you love, it, it just couldn't hurt this bad unless you've loved that deeply. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. That's something you could take with you everywhere. You could take it anywhere you go into any relationship yeah. is that you will know that you love that deeply. And so it hurts. Mm -hmm. And you want to be able to love yeah. that deeply, yeah. right? Totally. There's um, a great book, if I can mention Yeah, please. Um, there's a great book called In the Meantime. And um, it's by Ilya. Ilyana Von Zant, she's a, one of the Oprah people. And she has oh, her yeah, own yeah, show. Yeah, she I has know, her own yeah. show, actually, but that's where she started. And I love this book and I use it all the time because she talks about um, while you are cleaning up your life, and she, she uses a house metaphor, but uh, while you're cleaning up your life and you're ch making changes, your soulmates out there and they are also out there making their mm -hmm. changes. And you never know when that time is. Yeah. And that coming together, all these other things, all these other relationships are in the meantime. Mm -hmm. And I love it because it gives the possibility of hope. Yeah. And it, you can apply it to anything. Work, mm -hmm. friendships, family, and then relationships. Yeah. That this relationship you were in was supposed to be that relationship yeah. in the meantime. Mm -hmm. What you're doing right now is where you're supposed to be right now mm -hmm. in the meantime. Yeah. So it allows for all the possibilities yeah. and hope and, 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 and promise. Yeah. I love it. So... All these things we're talking about, breakups. Is it possible, though, still to maybe get back together? <laughs> <laughs> Are we forever doomed? We're talking about someone else, right? Right, obviously. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, I have thought about that with my ex, and um, I think he would have to make certain changes and address certain issues before exactly. that could happen. Uh, it's hard for me to not think about it. Right. Um, in the past, I haven't. I've, I'm generally like, 
when it ends, it ended for a reason. Mm -hmm. But because most of the time, I feel people don't change. But what do you think? Do people change? Mm -hmm. Oh, I make a living out of people changing. Yeah, <laughs> but they have to do the work. You do. It's, you have to do the work, and it's a lot of work, and it's right. hard work. Um, but. But it doesn't have to be bad work, right? Like, this is one thing I notice is because I'm a I'm a big proponent for therapy. Okay, I tell everybody Good. that they should go. <laughs> it changed my life. Yeah. Again, I told you, it helped me out of a very very low state of my life. Yeah. I was extremely depressed and traumatized right. after my crazy ex, and um, and it was the only thing that right. that helped me through. Um, that. Yeah, no, and yeah. Uh, and the work wasn't that hard it was hard in that it was a lot to emotionally deal with I had to finally accept things that were true about myself and my past right, and right. all of that but it was also exciting and liberating right. and I felt free from it yeah. well that's why I love what I do and yeah. why I do it all day long um, if I didn't believe people could could not change I could not do what I do right right mm -hmm. so um, I love what I do because it takes people to places within themselves that they either don't know they have or they didn't don't remember mm. where it went mm -hmm. and so um that's what i love about the work is that you can um, find yourself discover what it is that you need to know and take that and run with it and it's so empowering at first it might be a little sad mm -hmm. and then you get this burst of energy like mm -hmm. what you just described because you find your power you find yep. your voice you find your boundaries mm -hmm. and um you can now make choices not out of reactions but out of uh, a response of, to your own need and and discover yeah. what your need yeah. is and finding your voice is just i can't say enough about doing that yeah. work no i agree right? i that was that's the biggest thing for me exactly. i learned just how to find my find voice i and i'm still working on it yeah. um how do you not repeat the same patterns as if you if you do get back together how do you not repeat the patterns and how do you build trust again after the first time it didn't work out i did get back together with my one ex mm -hmm. i was with him for four years we got back together four years later um Unfortunately, he actually hadn't forgiven me inside. Mm. And so there were times, especially when he when he would even casually drink, it came out right. where it was like very angry towards me. And mm -hmm. I'd be like, whoa, um, just yeah. because the first time. Right. So why most relationships break down is communication. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have uh, an ability to communicate with each other and to be able to have what I call those hard conversations. Right. And uh, be able to sit with each other and hold each other's feelings. You, you today say, there's, said to me, there's some things that have really made you sad. Mm -hmm. And my being able to understand that, mm -hmm. you know, and be there with you and listen to what made you sad and just hold that and not have, try to change it or talk you out of it is about holding each other. And yeah. you're doing the same for your partner. Yeah. Being able to walk through it together, communicate, talk about it, have those hard conversations. Mm -hmm. You just have to walk through those things. And that goes back to our, our talk before about agreements. Right. You have to both want to do it. It's not going to work if somebody's, as you said, is holding on to something. Mm -hmm. He's angry. Yeah. You're not trusting. It's not that that can't work out, but that takes time. And again, the agreement's like, when you go out, um, that was, you know, when you go to that particular club, that's the club you cheated on me. And yeah. it makes me really uncomfortable and I'm asking you not to go there. And he says, well, nothing's going to happen. It's going to be fine. I'm just going out with the guys. Well, he's now talking you out of your feelings. 
Mm-hmm. So that's not going to make you trust more. Yeah. But if he said to you, I understand that that's you were really hurt and I never want to hurt you like that mm-hmm. again. So I'll talk to the guys. We'll just go to a nice dinner. And how about if we just have a text right in the middle? Of the, right. You know, I'm, I'm happy to just touch base with you, mm-hmm. a little text or a little call. So, you know, just hear me and you see me. Yeah. You know, that's healing. Mm-hmm. That's the work. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah making each other comfortable, stepping in towards each other, wanting to help each other heal. Yeah. That's the way yeah. it can, you can go back and try it again if if both people really feel they want to or need to do that. Yeah. But to go back and think it's just going to be, you know, it's going to be miraculous the first couple of weeks again, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna, all the lust is going to come out, sex, you know, being sexual, yeah. having fun, thinking it's all better until... That first issue comes back yep. up again, and you're right back where you started. Right. So there are people like myself going through the breakup. Mm-hmm. That's right. Sad. What what positive stuff can you give us? Well, we were talking before on the break about um, what um, what did you learn? Yeah. Right. What did you learn from this? Even from your very worst situation, what yeah. did you learn? Did you learn that you loved? Mm-hmm in a really caring, great way, in a way you didn't know that you could? Mm -hmm. Did you learn that you had to have better boundaries and that's gonna take you everywhere you need to go for Mm -hmm. the rest of your life? Did you learn that you had to have limits, limitations on how long you're going to deal with something Mm -hmm. if you're not getting anything back? Um, Does it feel good to know that you're generous and caring Mm -hmm. and that you're a loving person? I mean, you can learn so much. What can you learn? What can you take from this yeah. so that you can keep, you know, evolving and having healthier relationships? I definitely learned that um, my uh, my now ex taught me that there are still good people, even That's though right. it didn't work out and there That's were right. some things that were shitty. I still think he's a good person, mm-hmm. and that taught me a lot, especially coming after mm-hmm. that other person mm-hmm. that wasn't so great. Um, and it taught me that mm-hmm. I can, I have the, I'm not a heartless bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Everybody thought running. that I was exactly, right. I was like, hey, I'm not a runaway bride That's unless right. I really want to be. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that meant a lot to yes. me to realize That's like, right. oh, hey, I can be happy. I can feel safe and right. fun and peaceful with somebody, even though it didn't right. work out. Um, right. That meant a lot to me. Yeah, it does. It's good. Well, thank you for doing uh. <laughs> this because I think that we've helped a lot of people. You basically have helped oh, a lot I of people, so. including thank myself. Um, and kind of uh, focus on the positive, I think, is mm-hmm. the biggest thing that um, I'm getting from you a That's lot right. is like focus on yourself, Go focus on yourself. the positive, um, focus on the lessons that we have learned from the so-called tragedies in life there's that famous quote right the is it Rumi who says the wound is where the light comes in um you have the power yeah you have what you need yeah we'll be okay you'll be okay um we do something called uh five questions (laughs) all right we're going to switch it up and we're going to ask you some okay, stuff because, right. you know, you're a person and uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm so curious to know. Okay. So we do a Bernard Pivot questionnaire, our dating version of that. I'll ask you five questions. Okay. I will not make any comment. I will just <laughs> listen. I'm hearing you. I'm on the hot spot. Um, so here we go. You ready? All right. Well, I'll try. All right, Jody. Okay. What is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Eyes. Hmm. 
Nice one. What is your one deal breaker? Lies. <laughs> Clear. Yeah. Clear chick. What <laughs> turns you on? Communication. It's mm. like my air, my oxygen. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's my oxygen. I can see that. Yeah. Okay, so... In a relationship, what is your one strength? And in a relationship, what is your one weakness? Communication, uh, you know, being clear. That's honest. your strength. Yeah, that's my strength, definitely. To the detriment, to the detriment <laughs> of myself and to others, sometimes right. <laughs> is my honesty, right, and directness. Um, and the others, what my vulnerability is, or what yeah, my, what you is your weakness? weakness? Yeah, vulnerability. Um, the same as what you were saying before. I stayed too long or I work too hard right. and um, I don't always know when to pull it back mm. and or I didn't always know when to yeah. pull it back and I would give up too much and I would it, it, that would be a loss of myself and that's something that I'm committed to not doing and committed to helping others not do to lose themselves so I try not to make comments in between that's this okay. but I but I <laughs> love hearing that and it yeah. makes it so human to know that you are somebody who is a therapist and you help uh, you know a uh, help mm -hmm. others through this but yeah. you're still human oh, and yeah. that we all go through the same things and we all are working on ourselves and that yeah. to me is a really beautiful amazing thing i i love that Can personally I say yes else? relationship so even though i'm the therapist in the room my and and i have a client in the room i'm always working on the relationship yeah everything that we do i'm just as honest with the relationship mm -hmm. as i mean with my client as i would be with my friends right um it's about uh, helping people tell the truth and being in the truth mm. and um, always building on the relationship with whoever I may be talking about. That's the key, I think, for, That's amazing. for any. And our last question. Oh, another one. Besides <laughs> I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? Uh, three. Uh, talk to me. Oh, sexy. <laughs> All right. Well, Jody, thank you so, so much. Like, seriously, thank, thank you. you. This was Natasha. a very important episode to me. Um, I, I really thank hope you. that we've helped a lot of you out there going through uh, maybe a darker time in your life or just uh, healing from old wounds from before. And I hope that this helps all of us like look within and see that uh, it can get better. Um, Anytime. Yeah. And so if you guys want, uh, please check out West Coast Counseling and Group Therapy Center. It's WCCCLA.com. That's triple C, W, triple C, LA.com. For more info, or that's how you can set up an appointment with uh, Jody Frank. Um, she's amazing, guys. Oh, really, you. you could you've heard her now, so I I think uh, I mean I would definitely hit you up. Oh, um, but now we're friends. No, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'll make a referral. Right? A lot of people in my office, wonderful people. Um, everyone, kind of dating is presented by Meltdown Comics. Please come visit us at seven five two two Sunset Boulevard in LA. Thank you for downloading this episode. Um, please take a few moments, review us on iTunes, YouTube, download the rest of our episodes. Check out the video version of this podcast on my YouTube at Natasha Chandel. Subscribe, share, and comment. Um, send us your dating stories or any thoughts you have to kindadating at gmail.com and something we just spoke about. It's tough out there, but just give it a try. Thanks, guys. The show is produced by myself and Mason Booker, who's also the audio engineer. All the video production is done by Bob Erda. Our associate producer is Aisha Holden. Opening music composed by Joe Lorenzetti. And our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.